Welcome, 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 ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else to this lovely evening, morning, or afternoon, whatever time you might be enjoying at. I'm your handsome-as-always toast, Metal Von Sexy, a.k.a. Hayden, and today... I'm, I always fuck this part up. Hey, Tanner, you come here often? That's what I always say next. <laughs> yes, I do. Did you call yourself Handsome Toast in the intro? <laughs> did I? Dude, I might have. That's fucking awesome. Handsome Host? I it's don't know. Be your... I have... I smell burnt toast. <laughs> it's got to be your Discord <laughs> Discord nickname, Handsome Toast. Handsome Toast. Nothing will... No, nothing will ever beat Pizza Grease Poonani. I, I mean, maybe a lawsuit will? <laughs> maybe a lawsuit. <laughs> Who's going to sue me? Any? Someone try and sue me. I'll take you on one-on-one. <laughs> do they still do trial by combat? Is that, like, still a thing? Yeah, didn't you see Mortal Kombat? Is that, that's, a mo- like, a documentary, right? Was it? Shit. <laughs> Dude, it's been Actually, a pandemic, bro. I didn't go to the theaters. I know you said you had something to start off the episode with, but did you have you seen the new Mortal Kombat? God, no. I did not give it up. Most video game movies, like, suck dick, so I don't, yeah. like... Did it suck dick? The, the earlier Mortal Kombat movies sucked. This yeah, one was, I like... Know that. This one, I, I feel like they marketed it. They were like, this is going to be modern Mortal Kombat. We're going to do it better than we used to. It's still just like, don't take it too seriously. And we actually, um, we watched it on like a, on a Zoom call with a whole bunch of our like Pagoda stage crew from Shambhala and stuff. We did like a big watch party. The proper like, way? No, no, none of us expected the movie to be like a fucking award-winning piece of film, you know, but it was like, yeah, the, it, it just kept getting like more and more kind of fan servicey and then like ridiculous and gory and this and that. And like all of us were just having such a blast watching it to the point where we were just like every time there was a gory thing, everybody would, you could see everybody's little video on the screen being like, ah, and, like, so, like, like just don't take it too seriously. Is what yeah, you're saying. it was like we were just drinking and laughing at it and it was actually like fucking banger it was so good Damn, okay. I, I highly recommend it because <laughs> as long I as know. you don't think it's gonna be like you know some god tier plot it's mm-hmm. it's just mortal, mortal combat, combat but yeah. but they find it i feel like they finally did it right it just felt it was great you know just just enough story great jokes crazy like street fighter movie yeah the, the oh, classic yeah. street fighter movie like Jean claude van damme seriously. right like that is such a stupid fucking movie that like i feel like if you expect like it's definitely falls in that category of it's so bad it's good. Where yeah, it's kind of like you. Was I gotta res- you got to respect though? movies that that go into it being like it's gonna be so ga- so bad it'll be good, and then they mm-hmm. do that, and then it's like, damn dude, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, but most most video game to movies don't. I'm hoping The Last of Us won't suck though. Yeah, the uh, the the series that I'm supposed to be working on, but not. That's, oh yeah, you're not. He's not <laughs> working not. on it at all. Still, Still haven't not. got the call. Though, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I think a lot, especially like um, I know anime to 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 live action is also does not go. Though Alice in Borderland, a friend of mine was telling me is really good, and I want to check out the live adaptation of that. I've heard that hmm. that was pretty good. Though, is that like an sad- Alice in Wonderland and Borderlands crossover? Sadly, not. I was <laughs> I was that got me too. I don't know something to do with like like I don't know. He's in like everyone got like teleported away, or like he's in like a copy of Tokyo or something. He's doing some sort of like mini games but like that result in death i don't know something like that that's that's kind of the, the vibe i got from it hmm. but you know what can i say it it looks pretty it looks like one of the only good adaptations of of live action but did you hear you ever heard of train of train to busan or whatever train it to like busan the, it was like this i think it was a south korean zombie flick no but uh, it made me because it's all about being trains whatever apparently it's supposed to get like a, a north american rework but it's like yeah. have they how do you make a movie about fucking trains <laughs> 
in a country that's got such an awful infrastructure for that shit. Like, what the fuck are they going to do? Just sit in the station for, like, the whole hour and a half runtime? Yeah, right? Like, North America's not not well outfitted in passenger trains. God, no. It's not. Like, there's, like, one train that runs from here to Alberta or something oh, man, like that. Been there talking should be about, at least two. They've been talking about doing a bullet train in between Calgary and Edmonton, where I live, which is, like, the two large cities in Alberta. And it's been my entire life I've heard, oh, you know, funding for project, blah, 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 denied, approved, denied, approved. It's like, dude, I would, even just going to a concert in Edmonton or whatever, instead of a three-hour drive and then a three-hour back, like a hour and ten or something and hung over on the train, that would be so much easier. <laughs> this is another reason why we should just all go move to Japan. Yeah. Where they just have burn, good Burn down Alberta. Move to burn Japan. down Alberta. And we move to Japan together, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, I got a, I got note. a funny I, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I got a funny story I wanted to tell though. So, as people may or may not know, my birthday is coming up, July fourth. I turn mm-hmm. eighteen, baby. And um, I also like to order manga. So, like a couple months ago, I ordered myself like part one of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like all the whole thing. And I come downstairs, my mom's like, "Oh, like I think a package arrived for you. Like, did you order some like JoJo's?" And so this this lovely thing arrives, which is Volume One of Battle Ooh. Tendency. I Wait, let me see it. that cover a little little close. It's back. Little it's backwards. So this is the this is like the fancy hardcover version they did. It's not Volume Ten. It's Volume. It's backwards. what do you mean it's backwards? Oh, it looks backwards on your screen because it looks forwards on mine. Oh, does it on my yeah. screen, on my screen? It looks backwards. <laughs> well, it's um, and it, yeah, yeah, and then turns out this morning she's like, yeah. So it turns out that that was actually Carrado's birthday gift for you. <laughs> But because it was because like we ordered manga such like I like I've ordered stuff like a long time ago that took like months to show up and I'm like I was because I was actually gonna buy this I was on yep. the verge of ordering it like three months ago so my dumbass brain was like yeah yeah I order that sounds <laughs> sounds about right that's <laughs> funny so been, like somebody I've gets you something that you thought her. you drunk ordered <laughs> oh yeah and I've been making fun of her for the past two days like look at you you've ruined my fucking birthday now <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know about you but I don't like early birthday gifts. Yes. I don't okay. Like, yeah. Callie, my wife, she is. Um, we have to clarify, Callie, your wife. Yeah. Not to confuse well, with any other. <laughs> she like, dude, early on, like, she's gotten better now. She's more. She has more restraint. But like, if I tell her that I have a surprise for her, she's angry that she knows because then she wants it immediately. Whereas she's like, if you have a surprise, just don't say anything until the day of. And it's like, I was just, I'm well, always just trying to be like, dude, ration your fucking expectations a little more. <laughs> that's that's the part of a surprise, though, is you're not supposed to tell them it's coming. Yeah, but sometimes like that's like just to, on you for doing you it wrong. It. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta tease, tease it. Yeah, yeah or, well, I mean, true. like, if you say like I got you something for your birthday, and then you're just like, well, if you if it's here, like I want it now. It's like, well, no way to your yeah, well, yeah. birthday. Like, no, yeah, I agree. I agree with that much. But you know what? All that matters is I I've been giving it a read. It's very lovely. It's my favorite part of all the JoJo's. So you know what? I can't complain. Sick. Though he, he he does say he had something else, so it's not like as if the entire the entire birthday is ruined. I'll still have a, another lovely gift from him. But yeah, no, manga is going to make me go broke. Now, Gene. Yeah. You had something you wanted to talk about that has nothing to do with Escape from Tarkov because we're not a Tarkov <laughs> podcast. We never speak about Tarkov ever. No, it has more to do with just existential dread and losing hope in fucking humanity. The existential dread in Tarkov? <laughs> well, yeah, it was brought on by Tarkov, but it was... So I, I, I was playing... Elaborate. The, the the video game, the, the critically acclaimed indie Expand. game, Escape from Tarkov. But, critically acclaimed by critics. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess um, we'll start with some context because this this was last night. Over the past week, the um, 
the makers of that game have decided to just completely do all these weird, crazy things with it. And they usually do this before a wipe, which everybody believes that the game is going to wipe. Like everybody's characters are going to be wiped. Wednesday. Wednesday, bro. You think Wednesday? That's my goal. That's because the current event is supposed to end on Tuesday, the fall. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then Wednesday morning or something. So we'll be, we'll be, everybody else be set back to uh, level one and they get to test new features with like a new progression of everybody going through the game at the same time together with the new features. It's actually, some games do like seasonal things like Diablo three does like seasons, right? This game mm-hmm. does seasons, but like in a different way, it's cause it's like, they're doing the beta test thing where they like, they just wipe the game. They're like, Oh, we're going to add these things. And we want to see what the game is like if we add these things and force everybody to start over. So they just fucking nuke everyone's accounts. And it's funny but they do these things called pre-wipe events where they just stir the pot and throw firecrackers in the fucking fishbowl. And, like, it's ridiculous. They've added, like, all the, the most powerful bosses onto one map, and they just always are there. So it's, like, murder, not, like, mayhem nonstop. They and also Because I know they did um, – one of the events was, like, wasn't all scavs or killa? Wasn't that a thing that happened at one point? That was, like, earlier, though. That was, like, that wasn't, early. That wasn't in this past week, was it? No, no, no. I mean, all scavs or killa was like a like for for pre wipe events. Oh, like that was like one of the, the yeah, yeah, like one of the first pre wipe events. That sounds that absolutely that. ridiculous. Because uh, like I I don't know. It, it's funny. It makes good content. Lots of YouTube creators are are getting like seriously funny content, especially with what they did last night. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, metal on sexy. If, or if only I recorded it correctly and didn't <laughs> yeah, lose about sad. four hours of footage. <laughs> that's sad. Um, so for context, last night, they what they decided to do to change up the the game was there, there's a feature that's been in this video game that they've been trying to push people to utilize for, I, I assume, years, and no one's ever touched it because there's no incentive. They're trying to get people that go in as their PMC, their, their main character, and people that go in as like an AI or like a player-controlled AI scav to collaborate and use an extract together like certain extracts on the map, they have to, they require you to extract with essentially an enemy party uh, and collaborate. That's like a, a very spirit of the lore of this game. They're trying to push people to to nurture that mechanic, but there's never been enough reason to risk, you know, putting your guard down against somebody else mm-hmm. that but could just blow your head off and take your stuff. So well, they I, decided. I do think like with it though, because they want to add VoIP. Yes, so to that me, would just change kinda, everything. That would make like, this a lot better. Yeah, but right now, all we have to use is wiggling left and right and the random voice lines that you can trigger on your character uh, to try and signal that you want to extract together. Anyway, they decided to make it... The incentive is basically like tens of like 12 million rubles worth of American dollars in the game per extraction. Yep. Like, you can do it multiple times, so they're just like, here, what if we made it so that you guys just get filthy rich for doing it? And I think they just made the, the dollar amount so high so that they could really grind out how people would um, formulate, I guess, like, strategies to try and figure out whether or not you're, the person you run into is friendly or foe, whether or not they're up down to extract or if they just want to kill you. And what has happened over the past 24 hours has been some of the most incredible and toxic and disheartening shit I've ever seen in my life. And it I'm on the disheartening side. It saddens me because there was a couple situations that we got into last night in this game that were like 
so fucked up, but it felt so much more like real life. You know, it felt what like, happened? oh, well, okay. So I got on uh, about this time last night, ate dinner and I was like, yeah, I want, I want to go try this scav extract thing where, you know, I want to, I want to see if I can get out and, and make the money. Cause if the game doesn't wipe, which you, you can never put it past them, it'd be sweet to, you know, not be left behind this financial boom that they're putting in right now. Which, there's no way they would do that to people. There's no way they would let people get, like, no, filthy fields yeah. rich. And some people didn't. And then just, like, continue on with their characters. Well, it's like so Bitcoin? It, yeah. It, it's, like, it's definitely going to wipe. But Yeah, no, I agree. So what happened was, like, first raid, I go in with Lloyd and um, uh, what was one of his buddies? Radical Chad 69 is his name in game, which is, I mean, gamer that's a, name. That's a, sick, that's a gamer name. <laughs> gamer name. Um so we we get in there and Lloyd is like, yeah, I've already made it out a couple times, and yeah, I was I think I was the only one that hadn't gotten out yet, right? So I, and I felt like okay, I just want to at least get get it once, and it it pushed me to learn how to map uh, the audio voice line triggers to my F one through F eight keys so that I can actually like and now I I kind of have they're, the muscle they're kind memory. Of important to have, not gonna right. lie. It like last night was amazing because I actually learned how to rely on the 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 in-game provided voice triggers and it led to some pretty cool situations you have the advantage though because you're the usec yeah you know me who's fucking random the russian mumbling (laughs) yeah if you if you're playing as the scav the scavenger character you only have the ability to press f1 and it just does a random mumble like Mm -hmm. a taunt or whatever and which is kind of funny because the scav ones there's so many like sometimes you press f1 and he starts like laughing or he starts singing like this little, this little shanty giggle. like yeah like <laughs> there's just so many cool and, and it's actually forced a lot of scavs to start using all those voice lines so like the game transformed last night oh because yeah not only that like if you go into reserve or woods or interchange or any of these maps that have these specialized extracts that are trying to push people to play the game in a, arguably a very cool pattern of play Right, they they want people to not just be like shoot on sight. They want people to have a, a human interaction and try and like negotiate to see if like, hey, what if we both worked together and then we can both extract and survive with our our loot and our gear. And I know that's at the heart of what they want this game to be. So last night was like the biggest push for like a testing grounds for this, and they did it with like if you extract, you get tens of millions of rubles. <laughs> like it's hundred thousand U.S. dollars. Yeah. Which is like twelve million rubles, and I've, I've so, transferred. I'm at like like fifteen, sixteen million rubles. Yeah, I haven't transferred just, mine yet. So I guess the spoiler that I did get out once. Uh, two times, I, baby. I ha- I tried for three and a half hours. Really? I. So here's what happened. I continually got fucking shit down the throat by all the people who had been playing and, you know, doing it all day or all morning and were bo- they were bored and they didn't need any money. So they just found the sublime enjoyment in fucking everyone else's day up and making that, it so nobody means, else could get it. way worse than my experience. Oh, Go dude. It you was... want me to describe my experience of it? Yeah, let's so see what as a scav... Like. I haven't done it as the PMC because that is genuine genuine suicide in my opinion. Like you're losing you're, you're you're losing a kit with that one. Um, but as the scav, I've done it twice and I've attempted it four times. One time, um, I got dropped before I even got there. 
Um, second, one time I, I, well, I guess twice I both extracted, like, you know, normal, there was just a PMC chilling in the back. One time, which is actually a really fun experience, I didn't extract when I showed up, but there was just three of us chilling there, and we just walked through train station, and killed some of the raiders there, and, like, it was, like, we were, but the whole time we just kept taunting, so we would always kind of, like, know who was who. Yep. And, it, like, I remember, like, we, we dropped someone, like, I dropped someone, and the guy who I was with, he started, like, crouching up and down and leaning le- left and right, like, as if yep. he was, like, he was, like, congratulating, he was, like, good kill, bro, and I'm, like, dude, this is actually <laughs> actually kind of a cool experience like i'm like i don't trust these guys enough like once i once i had like a full backpack i'm like okay i'm getting out of here i'm not gonna i trust you guys but you know like he doesn't seem like he's just gonna shoot me in the back of the head but like accidents happen you know especially when you're no comms so but no it was like a really cool experience but me doing it as a pmc on the other hand whoa you're talking about the toxic players (laughs) yeah we were talking earlier about this you were you were one of the toxic assholes weren't you (laughs) six pmc kills in one raid the whole time i kept singing adam we're rats we're rats we're the rats (laughs) it is it's crazy because what it what it induced into the gameplay loop of this map was that other people who didn't give a fuck about the money were like Hmm, there's just literally fish in a barrel sitting in that corner waiting for like the other half of the party. I want to defend myself though. I want to defend myself. I wasn't doing it for randomly. It was for quest because yep. I finished my shooter board in heaven and I got 10 of my punisher kills. So, to be fair, you know, I'm just saying yeah, which I was doing I mean, it for a good cause. The funny thing is like it it doesn't matter because the wipe, but yeah, like it's going to wipe in it, yeah. Yeah, but it it's night I I was considering it, but here's the difference, man. Here's I was, I had such I'm a rough. I'm a piece of shit, and you were not. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a rough night with how I, things were going last night that, like, you know, there there was moments where it was just like, oh, well, you, you know, you could just do this, you could do that. And I was like, no, I like, I'm holding my moral compass, and I don't, I, I won't cross that line personally, right? And like the yeah. fact that everybody else was doing it against me, I was just like, man, I feel like, I feel like if I was just an asshole, I could get ahead right now, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> But the vibe I got was it was like at the very start of it, like everyone was chill. But then what would happen would be like just before as the first scavs would show up, all the PMCs would just kill each other. And then you'd have like yeah. the one survivor would be the one who would extract. It was like a mini battle royale basically over there. Yeah, which I mean, it's kind of funny. And he, so the progression, I'll tell you about a couple of the, the moments that really got me last night. It was like we the first time we got there the three of us we get to the extract and then we start to hear other pmc voice lines coming from the field on the other side of the wall in reserve there right yeah and by the tanks yeah and they're coming up and we can hear the voice lines so we start voice lining back it's all we can do to try and be like hey you know hold your fire friendly friendly fire and then they just start lobbing a fucking like bl- blot out the sun with grenades right they just start oh hurling them over the wall and I, we start running and then it turned into a firefight and then eventually like they started saying hold your fire and then we were like we start going back and forth with like hold your fire and then they tricked us basically to let them walk out and then come over next to us where they were like okay blah 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 wiggle wiggle we're on your side we're on your side and then we all get into the extract and they just like they timed it to murder all three of us at the same time just like oh my god you know, they just executed us and I was like, fuck, man. And of Wait, course, that did, was... Did, did all three of you guys... Serve, like, did did any of you guys actually get a single kill there during their first interaction? No. So you guys no. were just lobbing back nades and shooting through doorways? Or no, yeah. No, I died first because I, I went ran through the, the thing and I, I think I got shot with a the thermal through the, the door. But like, like that sometimes. 
Yeah, and I was just like, God damn it, man. Like, I know you guys have got your money, but, like, some of us just got on for the first time today, and, like, I want to try and put one of these under my belt. They don't know that, right? There's no context. So yeah. it's just, like, weird behavior. But I think there it's was a defi- lot easier with the fog, though, now. Easier to do it? Well, yeah, I was doing it with the fog, like, only. Yeah, because so. I, I think, like, at least with the fog, like, it requires people to have thermals. Thermals are selling yeah. out. Thermals, are, like, on the flea are, like, triple at least in value so like for example i can buy flurs outright from jaeger because i'm level 42 but right. if you can't do that like i feel like unless you're ultra ultra rich mm-hmm. like it, like if you're basically kind of like at our level or higher it's not a worry but anyone like below us because i think don't you don't unlock the flur to like max level jaeger or something like that i think so yeah the flur is and like the trades the, are ex- and the trades the are super expensive too now <clears throat> so it's kind of like but also the, the moment they introduced this thing they flooded the market with massive amounts of money so it doesn't matter anymore like, but everybody can buy them. What they did, though, um, apparently the mounts for the Reap IR, they, uh, whoever sells them, <laughs> you can't, like, it's right now they're found in rate only or something like that. Yeah, Adam, probably Adam, didn't, Adam did not see any on, he said, he, he made a joke, I'm like, bro, you've been prepping for this for months, you knew Nikita was going to do it because he had, like, a <laughs> bunch of them stockpiled, but, like, straight up, like, they weren't available anymore, and that, to me, that was just the funniest shit. Yeah. Um. So, the that, that first one happened, right, that first thing, and I found myself, like, kind of... I was butthurt. Like I let, I, I got tilted for sure. That's understandable. I was, like, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like you guys got your money. Like, I just want to, I want to try it once. And then the second time we went in, um, oh, we had this crazy interaction that, and it actually, this is the thing that I was talking about that like made it feel like real life. Cause like I'm already mad and like tensions up and you can tell everybody's like having a difficult time trying to figure out whether you're friendly or foe. And we are, we're all kind of there, and then we see someone like up on the berm where the little tank sits on like the hill, and yeah. he looks over, and Lloyd goes like running towards him, shouting like "friendly, friendly," and they kind of got like close to each other, and, or no, it was Lloyd ran over there, and the guy was sitting next to that little bunker, but there was the moment of confusion and like, oh, oh like oh, what should we do? And the the dude on the opposing team took a shot at Lloyd. And Lloyd started running away, and then I was like, oh, shit, I'm coming to back you up because you're getting fired at. And I mm-hmm. walk in there, and, of course, I came in with whatever scav gear that I just got from our previous scav attempt. I was I was not prepared to, like, go in as a PMC and risk a bunch of loot because of how, yeah, how no, of course. toxic like, everyone's being. But, like, I, I run up there with the shitty shotgun. I took a shot. You know, I hit the one guy, and then he killed me. And then eventually our two remaining uh, teammates killed the, the two of them. And... Then it was like this massacre. There's like bodies everywhere. And it was like, we were sitting there being like, if, if you just didn't take the first shot, man, that we, we could have been friends. Everyone, like we, everyone we, could have been friends. Yeah. Cause it seemed like they were also trying to hide from the inevitable bullshit and wait for the moment where it was going to be kosher. But then the fact that there was one bullet that left the chamber of someone's gun. And you know what? You know what makes it even better is that doing my sniping shit, I can cause that unintentionally there was a group of like six of them at least i shot one they went ham on each other (laughs) yeah because like somebody shot because the best part is that they kept fighting each other like but it was like really slow like one would peek up but then i i think i dropped like i i think that was when i got my shooter born so i killed like three of them but it just like seeing them going back and forth they're just like people are randomly dropping because we're so far away you can't hear the bullets and there's uh, there's no tracers or anything oh you're you're shooting suppressed from distance and they think they're shooting at each other yeah, so you're just seeing like people <laughs> randomly drop, and then they're just like firing on each other. It's the See, funniest. The shit. The fact that I'm laughing now is like stage three of my existential 
uh, <laughs> mental mind fuck that I've gone through in the in the past 24 hours because like I started out so fucking mad, man. I was just like, dude, these people, these pieces of shit. Because then the next one we went in there and like three dudes came around with like raid backpacks and just like full <laughs> fucking Chad gear and they came at us. We went in like with our with a pistol. I, I came in with a Glock and one mag just so that I could kill a scav if I needed to on the way. And these people that are like kitted to the fucking nines come out and kill us. And I was like, dude, why are you killing us? You're not, you don't get anything from us. You're just no, yeah. telling us to go sit in the corner and not, you know, at this time I still hadn't gotten my extraction. So I was like, fuck you guys. Like I started getting really tilted and then it happened again. And I started like, we, we were going PMC scav, PMC scav just to try the thing. Like it, it seemed like every time we loaded in as our scav, you load in much later in the raid and we'd go to the location and there was just bodies everywhere. And we'd yeah, you got to get in minutes. like 38 minutes or something like that. Yeah. It, the, the train had left the building and there was just a, a, a evidence mm-hmm. of a massacre, which is, it's funny, but so I get all mad. And then the saving grace that I, I told myself, I'm going to keep trying until I get one successful extraction. Otherwise I'm going to go to bed like completely fucking mentally yes. ravaged about the human condition. Like mm-hmm. I was, twisted over this stupid shit tarkov how tarkov gave me an existential crisis (laughs) exactly (laughs) so the funny thing is the one that worked we 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 ran over to the thing as pmcs and there was 11 10 no yeah it was somewhere between i think it might have been 10 10 pmcs including us right in the extract like i don't know how many i think you can have 12 or 14 on the map i think 14 is the max so there's no, I guess there was a lot of popularity for a reserve because of this thing, but like basically everybody on the map was over there and we were all just voice lining and talking to each other. And we were, we were opening our backpacks and sharing different little things of loot, right? Oh, that's some something people were saying was that this was like, bring snacks. Yeah. Bring we, so snacks there and was, chuck them around. Just up the road was the food building. So I went up to the food building or like one of the, it, it's, it's like a kitchen, right? So I start hoarding yeah. all the food and then I start coming back and throwing it on the ground and, like, people are jumping up and trying to show each other, like, different cool little uh, parkour jump spots that are around there. And, and it was, like, this whole merry band of people that were all, like, totally cool with, yeah, let's all get out of this. Let's all do this thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I think this is going to work. And we're all voice lining, like, PMC's voice lining, PMC's voice lining, just all, all sorts of between Russian and, and English and then all of a sudden, we just hear on the other side of the fence, the voice line of like, cheeky bariki. And we were like, oh my God. This is where it all falls apart. There's one. And I, the look in that scav, that player scav's eyes must have been hilarious. So he came around the corner and he was like, there's nine fucking or 10 PMCs in the extraction, all of it like looking at him. And he comes around the corner and he's like, oh God. Like, and he, you know, it's like he's putting just his toes in the water, you know, just like, is it hot? Oh, like, are you guys going to kill me? You guys going to kill me? And he eventually comes around and like sits in the extraction and we start extracting. Oh my God. And everybody's cool. And then when there's like one and a half seconds left, someone just starts unloading on the scab. He didn't die and we got out. But somebody just about fucking ruined it. (laughs) And you know what? That guy's, that guy gets executed immediately by the group if that fails. Oh yeah. That's like, oh but that is amazing, though. So I get out, right? I get my money. And then I was like, cool. Faith restored. Let's keep trying this. Unsuccessful attempts for the rest of the night. Or no, the next, sorry, the next one, I died. 
and then our my two teammates got out. So we we did get two in yeah. a row, but I didn't get two in a row. But um, then you know I go to bed and I'm like, oh that was that was that was really fun. That was interesting. And I, for some reason my brain is just like going crazy all night. And as I'm sitting in bed, I'm just like, wow man, like that was such a unique night in not only Tarkov but like a video game. You know, I've never I've never been like. I've never felt like I've been put in the position where I truly had to like be scared of whether or not this person was friendly or foe and like trying to communicate with somebody that was a, speaking a different language to try and team up. I was like, man, that was actually like super magical. And then oh, today yeah. at lunch, I'm like, I'm watching YouTube videos and I'm watching streams. Like there's actually and, a really and you cool. You watched the new hit video by Metal Von Sexy. <laughs> uh, no. Did it, when, is, when was it posted? Uh, no, I did two two days ago. I think you watched ago. it because you made oh, a yeah, comment no, I, about how I've been I've been publishing out videos. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I watched that one. I thought yeah. you had a new one today. Um, <laughs> no. I I did see like all sorts of streamers had their videos up. There's also like a cool YouTube channel called EFT What the Fuck. Oh, I know those guys. I yeah, see it's them like every once daily clip channel. Mm-hmm. And of course, because it's daily, you know, today I go on lunch and I'm, I'm watching just clip after clip after clip of people just launching grenade launchers into these extracts where there's like nine people or like six people sitting and waiting for a scab to show up and they're just murking them all in one fucking shot and then there's one guy and there's one clip of people walking into the crowd and then just mowing everyone down and i found like everything like, there's watching the streamer laughing and shit like that and then i start laughing and i'm like dude last what night i was become? so bent out of shape and now i'm like really enjoying watching people <laughs> fuck people it really over. goes ashore moral compass I know it's because you're not you're, involved, you're feeling, right? You're not on. You're yeah. not on the other side. And then the weird thing is, um, yeah. At, at lunch, I I pull open Pestily, his Twitch stream, and the minute I boot up his stream, he's walking towards the reserve extract where everybody's sitting, and he mows everybody down. Like That's I watched a it live. Thing to do. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you motherfucker! And his, his chat's being <laughs> like, you're evil, dude. You're fucking evil. And then the next raid, he goes in there and he he spawns at the dome and he grabs the mounted grenade launcher. And he start asking chat, what, where should I aim? What should I set my uh, distance to? This and that. And he fucking just starts unloading grenades. I will say, the... I've gotten two kills of people doing that, though. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Because last night, I remember I was like, like, people are trash. I cannot believe people would treat each other like this. Like It's, it's because I was sitting in that extract and getting robbed. But when I'm watching it through someone else's eyes and it's not me... I was finding it quite entertaining, so I kind of cooled down on the subject. And like, man, it's it's fucking weird. It's weird when a video game makes you really like feel shit. And I'm really excited though because I kind of like how they're introducing the because it's like a slow introduction. I like the like the scavs are supposed to work together. The idea being is that like they're like fuck the bears. They might be our countrymen, but they're still responsible for ruining our you know our our once flourishing area of uh, Tarkov or whatever. Yeah. And fuck the USEX because they're the ones who started this shit. So I'm like, a part of me is like really, really excited to see. And then like as they add like PMC karma, I like the idea of where it's like the bears really do feel like they're working together. And the USEX, I would like to see, like there's two things I want. One is kind of happening right now, a more unified Tarkov. Second one is I want is like, especially as someone who's going to play a bear, I'm only going to play a bear. I love the bears so much. I want to be able to do shit where it's like, I really feel like I'm fighting against Terra Group. Because, you know, if you guys don't know the lore, anyone who who's listening at home, Terra Group is kind of what's responsible for the, the sort of war that kind of happened yeah, there. Yeah, Terra Group is uh, the American um, they're, bl- so they're, black they're, military division, right? 
No, so, so well, because Terra Groups was the UK-based company that had all the pharmaceutical buildings or in laboratories all across the world. However, they had a hidden laboratory that was kind of like under the radar, that was below the city of Tarkov, and um, the 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 bears were deployed to start kind of investigating that. But then they hired the USEX to kind of fight them off and push them back, and then that's what led to a full-on like all-out war. Right, and basically, like the lore of this game is that the the entire area is like quarantined and like cut off from the rest of the world. And they completely abandoned like, Tarkov. Yeah, basically and, is what happened. The city of Tarkov is just this fucking crazy war zone. It it almost reminds me of like the twenty eight days later or whatever. Just like this post apocalyptic yeah. world where like the only people that are there are like they're either rogue military contractors or scavengers just trying to survive. Oh, yeah. I would pretty, like pretty badass, which I think would be kind of cool. And I know some people would agree with me on the offense, but it's like kind of like more than just the USEX and bears. Like I always, I want it to stay as like you have your Russians and you have your uh, Americans, but I'd like in that like maybe instead of maybe a bear, I'm specifically like an ex Spetsnaz or something like that. Or instead of a USEC, you were part of that. You used to be part of the UN or something like that. Like I, I feel like there's simple stuff like that where it's still always American and. The Russian, but like, there's a bit more to it, you know. It, well, but it, it peacekeeper, doesn't... peacekeeper represents the UN, right? Yeah, the, the character and that's in the game. I mean, like, like, I mean, like to physically be like, my character is not a bit a USEC. He is a XPMC. Like, there's like maybe like actual like clothes or something like that, you know? Yeah. I would, yeah. I would like that. I think that would be cool. Or like, like, like maybe like on the USEC clothes, you can get one that have like terror group patches on them or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think they, like. That, that that seems like really cool stuff that they could add as like DLC, you know, kid out down the, the road. Yeah, of the down game the road, on. of course. Like, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, like it's not like a main. It's just like it's something I would like to see. Or like with tasks, like just as a bear, I think it would be cool. Like I like to see more events or whatnot that will affect the overall game, depending on how like the player base does it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, or just have more specific tasks, whether or not you're one faction or the other, rather than just yeah. like the same shit. It's amazing I, I how think, little they've done to the, the some of the most important parts of this game compared to, like, working on guns and maps and shit. Yeah, well, no, because I, I want more story to Tarkov, basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, I, I kind of want to, because we don't have much. We have, you basically have what appears on the menu screen, the little bit of info that was in the books, and then the raid series. That's about it, from my understanding. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, so. I don't think we have much more. And I think that's so all just, precursor, because the real story is supposed to start when they actually start the story campaign in this game soon that's like yeah isn't that like soon people are saying it's next patch we're gonna start seeing story stuff yeah we don't know because they they usually leave um a bunch of stuff hidden and then just like spring it on you right when the, when the and patch Nikita comes out. was saying though there was stuff he couldn't talk about that's that was coming out i'm so really I'm, excited for this man like i'm, I'm oh, gonna dude, get back same. into streaming i like I, not only tarkov i want to stream some magic i want to stream like um We'll probably be getting back together to do D and D and stuff, and I've I've kind of been wanting to do. Like, Get me in there. We, <laughs> well, no, we we're we're gonna be like we're gonna be doing it like live at the table, and then I'll stream that. Like we were doing that when oh, the, hell yeah. when the pandemic just started. We were just like fuck, we're trapped in our homes, and we live with our dungeon master. Let's like maybe start streaming some episodes of uh, of a campaign. That'd be and cool. we did it, I think, six or seven times, and then it got to the point where we actually had a couple friends over and let them join into the campaign. And then I got all, I don't know, I got a little worked up in my own head because it was like the only times I've ever played D&D up until just recently were with one of these in front of me, a microphone, 
Because like the first yeah. time I played D and D, we were like, "Oh, let we have all this podcast equipment. Let's do it and record it, and then release it as episodes." And Callie actually did like background music and sound effects and shit, and it was really cool. But then, yeah, we did this live stream thing where we were playing D and D, and I was like, "Man, I think I remember I don't watching know. that briefly." Oh, really? Yeah, I guess that was. Did she, did she stream it like last year, like early last year? I remember yeah, we, watching Callie stream D and D at one point. We. Oh, I think Callie was streaming when she was playing D&D over Roll20, like over webcam. Yeah, this it might have been before we started really like hanging out because I was streaming it on Facebook through the Genesis Project page. I mean, I I didn't I didn't meet uh, because I met Seductor. That was December 2019. mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that would have been. It was it was because the pandemic started in 2020 mm -hmm. and it was after that that we did it. So we knew each other. But I don't we think we were other. like we didn't we didn't start yeah. hanging out till I think it was like like late spring. It was around like oh. this time last year I think we started hanging out. I know why you didn't have Facebook. I didn't. I you had, that's you had another to be thing convinced. too. I didn't have Nicholas Cage was not created <laughs> until <laughs> Callie was my first friend. And you know what? She liked the name. I'm just disappointed that Dick Warlock wasn't an option, despite the fact that that was the uh, stunt double who played uh, <laughs> the fucking uh, who's the big scary cunt from Halloween? Mike Myers, Michael Myers, not Mike uh, Myers. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like gonna be Dick Warlock. What a shame. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it'd be cool to see you get back into streaming, dog. Yep, I'm going to. I just I'd have to decorate this wall, and I like my first decoration. Giant dildo. <laughs> HK416 has to sit right about here. You should do it. Yeah, get that shit up, man. Wipe coming soon. You got a week. You know, you got a week till wipe comes. <laughs> Yeah, so my, my plan, though, I was like, what am I going to do with this wall? Because I really don't want to, like, fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make um, I'm gonna make some panels that, that I can, like, bolt into the wall at the top with, like, some nice leg bolts so that they're, like, sturdy to hold guns and shit because guns yeah. are heavy. And oh, I want to yeah. bolt a guitar to it. But I want to do, uh, like, I want to make it, like, MDF, and then I want to paint it and, like, brush, uh, like, make it look like iron and metal. So that it's okay. like, yeah, kind of like a, and then like light that from the bottom with some sick shit all over it. That'll but be if, very sick. I'm definitely not going to get it done in a week, but I could probably get it done in a couple. Well, when you become a famous, because everyone knows all the Twitch streamers, the big ones only ever run duos. So when you need, when you need that famous duo, <laughs> hit, hit Tarkov YouTuber, metal ones, hit them up. You know them. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, no, I'm, well, I'm straight I, up going to become need... a Tarkov YouTuber though. Come wipe. Yeah. I, I, well, you got well, You got a head start, man. <laughs> You're fucking I'm doing well, it. I'm getting to I'm getting to a point now where I'm like at least with at least with Tarkov it's like record every couple of days just bang out a video you know yeah. and that's gonna be that's gonna be until at least I go to school things are gonna obviously change when I go to school because you know uh, college is gonna be a lot more important than a side hobby but up in that summer bro you can like I'm I'm trying to get like at least two a week yeah publish yeah. that's my goal fuck yeah oh yeah and you're gonna you're gonna say though about you're gonna need what. Uh, I can't remember. I made a joke about the, the epic duos. That's another thing too. Is I'm gonna like. Oh, I, yeah. I think I'm just gonna like lock myself in my room, and then just solo for like however many raids to level ten, and then I'll like I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I so yeah. Like I was gonna say I'm gonna need help because like when I was streaming, I found that like I don't know if I'm capable of carrying a stream solo. Like I I can definitely I'm gonna have to have friends to like help me you know, just maintain conversation and stuff. Like 
I don't know, especially if, if, especially when you're starting out and there's just not many people in the chat, it's hard to like, Oh yeah. I, I don't have a lot of experience just like talking into a mirror solo kind of thing. So, uh, it's nice to have some homies to, to help stream. Yeah, and taking a break <laughs> from streaming, like just doing recording again and whatnot. Um, and like, like, cause I always do have chat to bounce off of, but like, even if it's like a very slow, cause everyone knows my streaming experience is either I'm popping off and getting like a dummy mad chat or it's like a desert out there. Yeah. But like just getting you, but like, like just getting back to like recording content today and whatnot, like it felt almost awkward, like talking to myself. I'm like, what I got, like, I actually almost, I would say pretty good at doing this, but now it's like, where's it's cause I, I basically stopped streaming. Like I'm. Yeah, my next my my literal next stream is gonna be like my first stream in a while, and probably my only stream for another while is gonna be my July Fourth birthday Sunday stream, and that's gonna be it. And I'm I'm like Chin, Chin, you're gonna be there, right? It's gonna be <laughs> awkward. <laughs> what day of the week is July Fourth? Sunday, Sunday, you said. Right? Yeah, you just yeah. said it. <laughs> if my ears I, work, I did. Um, yeah, I'll fucking I'll be there. I'll hang up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't um, know what we're doing. I'm trying to convince Chin on my I'll channel. tell you what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to dial a bottle some shit to your house. You're going to what? <laughs> you ever heard of dial a bottle? You can like... No. You can call them and be like, yeah, I, I need like a 24 case of beer and like a bottle of whiskey. And they'll just like... You can... It's like skip the dishes or, or DoorDash or whatever, but for booze. I think actually a, you can just... You can, I'm a child. I'm still <laughs> you're not, a child. No. You, you're, you're the legal drinking age. No. No. Out west. you oh. Out west I would be. But not in Ontario. That's hilarious. I thought you were like finally getting to the, that's why I was like, I'm going to get you a bottle of whiskey if you're like, you know. You know what? As amazing as that would be, it's a shame. I can't. Yeah, that's crazy. Just give it a, well, just give it a few years when I go out west. I said geez. next, I said, so I is, said, I said, I said to Chin though. Yeah, year it's 19. 19 I said to Chin, okay. I said next year, bro. I said next year, if we're all still friends, maybe I'll make the plunge, get a train ticket and spend five fucking days on a train. Well, gosh, you know, like for the price of a train ticket versus yeah, a flight. To, to I think, be honest, I do, I do kind of want to see scenic Canada because it is a pretty, pretty train. Yeah, that's I, I've seen good, some of the yeah. photos. Is it five days to get here on train? I, I don't know. It's like sixty hours, though. I don't think it's a sixty. I don't know Ooh. if it's sixty hours straight. I would imagine there's like no. Well, all sixty hours is five days, right? That's exactly no, it's not five even three days. days. 60 hours? Oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm thinking 12, 12s. 60 is, 60 <laughs> is five feet in 12s in inches. That is. 24s, yeah. But okay. yeah, so that's, that's like two and a half days straight, which I mean, it could be, but I just, I just make the assumption that there's going to be breaks and stuff. I don't know. I've never Damn. taken a fucking, I haven't taken a train in like a year, two years. I told someone that I've not been swimming in elite. I've not gone swimming in like two years and apparently that blew their mind. When the, well, when's the last time I went swimming? You look like you can't swim. I look like I can't swim. Oh my god, that's the most savage burn I've had dealt to me in months. <laughs> you look a, like a sinker. That's the funniest shit to say to people randomly because they never know how to respond. Like how the someone said that to me once, and I'm like, how the how the fuck do I respond? Like I I can. Dude, it I, just cut me so deep. I was like, oh, ouch! I can swim yeah, just fine. I'm swimming in that pussy. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah shit. I can't believe it. I, I become a legal adult in, uh, like, I'm trying to do the math here. Uh, next, not this Sunday, but the Sunday. That's like at least seven days. Eight days? Nine days? Something it like nine Friday, days? It is Friday, so it's nine days. Nine days. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy to me. 
And it's like, bro, they really said high school's going to go by fast, and it did. Yeah. Dude, like that four years was nothing, bro. Oh, yeah, it's four years out there too, right? College. Yeah. It was three years here. Okay. Was it three years when you were my age, maybe? Uh, no. Well, actually, okay, so it's always been, like, out, out here, it was, like, grade 7, 8, and 9 is junior. And 10, oh, we don't, and have, we don't have junior. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's they just, do it differently all to, over the it's place. It's 1 to 8, and then just 9 to 12. That's how they do it here. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had junior high and then high school. Yeah, we didn't, um, we didn't have any of that fancy junior high shit. We just go my, straight to the big boy. So my, my niece and nephew, my sister's kids, they mm-hmm. just finished grade 8 and grade 10. Okay, yeah. And I think, yeah, my sister lives in Airdrie, which is like, um, it's not Calgary, but it's like just on the north end of Calgary. It's it, Yeah. Like Edmonton has like Sherwood Park as well. It's like, a, it's like a smaller town that's like outside of the city just enough to be considered something else. Okay, or, well, yeah. I mean, like Airdrie was a totally different town for a while, but Calgary's like basically trying to swallow it up. It's getting so close. Uh, anyway, they they live out there and they do school things different there too. But like, yeah, I guess I don't know. Dating myself back in my day it was junior high. Back in high. my day when I was your boy in junior high, <laughs> <laughs> your boy. <laughs> See, you know, we should do an online D and D campaign for like Thought Lab. I had that idea that we should do like in Tabletop Simulator. We yeah. should do one. Yo, I, I gotta get cool. Tabletop Simulator. Get like, Tabletop. There's so I was many different also reasons. Thinking, not even just D&D, because I was thinking, like, bro, what if we played, like, card games or something? And, like, because that's what, because the, the plan for Thought Lab is just obscure random videos, like, on a weekly basis that take me 20 minutes to edit, you know? Would you, okay, I I don't know why I want this so bad, but, like, can I, do you want to play Magic with me in Tabletop Simulator? Like, yeah, would you I'm learn how to play Magic with me? With me? Uh, yeah, we can make a video with Thought Lab where it's, like, Metal oh. Forces, or Metal Gets Forced. He's, like, I could the... teach you how to play Magic on camera. Yeah, you can be, like, bitch. <laughs> learn magic <laughs> yeah. and i'll be like oh I'll be like, okay gene calm down put the gun away it's okay so but also actually i want to show you it's all right here this fucking tub that i've got right here okay is uh that's a lot of cards i have it almost is full, the this is not magic holder. this is not magic i have magic cards somewhere oh. in my house i think look what this is this is from 1997 this is a game that i was obsessed with Aliens and Predators. That's, this is that's the like, old. That's yeah. This is the old Alien versus Predator CCG. It was. Shit. It was what like this was my fucking. I used to go down to the to the card shop and spend my lunch money buying booster packs, ripping them open on the bus ride home, and I found all these fucking cards. And I really want to learn how to play this game because I know that when I used to buy these cards, when I used to collect them when I was little. We played the game as friends. We probably never played it properly ever once. Yeah. Right? Because we were like just a touch too young to comprehend the rules and shit. But I want to learn how but to this, play this, this properly. This makes me think that I should go find my magic cards. Oh, what do you, you, I, act, you have, I have magic Okay, cards. so see that big, that white bin that you just showed me there? That white, the, how long is that? Oh, yeah, that the white, the white the cardboard box? Yeah. yeah. It's I called a long box. I have a long box. Mine is probably longer than that, like yeah, twice as long as that, ones. filled with magic cards. Dope. Okay, well, if, if like we... Dad's, co- dad's co-worker was yeah. just like, hey, I found these in my attic. Do you want them? And Dad was like, yeah, sure. And then <gasps> Wait, dude, let's go through them on camera because like, you might have some I don't gems. Have, I don't know where they are, but you know what? Next, we'll do like a Thought Lab special, the Thought Lab okay. special. Yeah, you know what? I totally forgot just... now that we're fucking 47 minutes into this podcast. I was going to stream tonight just to see... 
We're 55 minutes it, into this podcast. Well, no, the Streamlabs recording is 47. That's right. That's right. right because we've been recording for like eight minutes before. Yeah. That's why um, you keep track of the time. I realize now that if, if I were streaming on Twitch, because I was going to just, I was thinking like, hey, why, why aren't we streaming podcast live just for fun? You know, maybe have like somebody. Uh, because people interacting, donating bits, it kind of gets weird out of context. That's what Seductor wanted to do. And I said, Seductor, we're not doing that because yeah, you're see, so famous. I, Oh yeah, well. I still think it's I, fun like, as long as you as long as you're responsibly ignoring stuff that doesn't matter and then every so often you can be like someone in chat asks this question and like you know, you don't I let think, it distract like, too much. It, it would have to be straight up questions only and if it's not an important like not even like you have a question segment and outside that question segment you outright fucking ignore chat. Yeah, so and then I you acknowledge, been. and then you acknowledge all donations or bits or anything at the very end of the stream. So I basically After. have been ignoring my third monitor over here the whole time, and I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. If I were streaming, would I even be paying enough attention for it to matter? But yeah, I think I think we should try it. I think it'd be fun. maybe we could I'll, maybe try I'll do that. the I'll do the moderating. I'll I'll watch the yeah. stream. You just leave it off. <laughs> but yeah, I I do I do think that we should at one point. I'll find my magic cards and we'll do see that stuff we could that's the stuff I want to do on Thought Lab, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought another funny thing I thought would be funny if you ever heard the game is called like Secret Hitler or something like that. It's kinda of like playing like spy or like uh TTT kind of similar, but it's got a weird name. Yeah. But I thought we'd play that with Leonard because he's German and it would be oh funny and ironic. Gosh. There's I actually <laughs> saw just recently there's a VR game called like Calm Down Stalin. Oh or yeah, something. I know Calm Down Stalin, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Dude, no, there's like, some really yeah, fucking tabletop weird games. simulator. Yeah, and we can the, start doing board games and shit. The reason I got all excited about Tabletop Simulator is because I've, I've been trying to look up how to play this Alien vs. Predator game. Like, I have the, the rules book here. I can go through the rules book if I want. But I, I really would like to watch maybe, like, a Let's Play. Yeah. Or like, one of those things. And there's nothing. Dude, this game is, like, derelict. The, like, hardly anybody's no one's fucking... Whole, no one's even heard of it, bro. Well, the people that have heard of it are, like... They're on, like, archived websites. And it's weird because it's Alien vs. Predator. It's a franchise that blew up after this. Like this was it blew up after that, and then they released really bad movies, and then it unblew up. <laughs> this is this Alien and Predator card game is long before Alien versus Predator movies. This was was it actually? On, yeah, this was spurred on by the the novels and the comic books, the Dark Horse comic books and stuff, where they where they decided to just throw the two movie franchises together. And the cool thing is the second the second Alien or the second Predator movie. At the very end of the second Predator movie, when uh, Danny Glover goes into like the Predator ship, there's yeah, an the alien. The there's an alien skull. That was an homage to the novel that had been written. And that's that's. But wasn't that kind of like what started it though? Was yeah. they left that in as an Easter egg, but then it kind of like turned into a literal thing? Exactly. Well, it was at the same time as like the novels were being written. Yeah. And the, that was what made the Alien versus Predator thing kind of start. I do want to say one thing though. What? A, didn't think the movies were that good. No, the, unfortunately, it's, so before the movies came out, I was really hyped because I'd read the novels. Mm -hmm. And the very first novel of Alien vs. Predator is fucking amazing. It's such a good story, and it's actually like well-written. It's not unlike Tarkov. It's about two opposing factions trying to figure out a way to work together against a common goal, right? Yeah. It's, it's basically like a, a badass like warrior human girl that's living on this crazy planet, and... 
the predators, uh, they come down and they, they'll seed a planet. They'll, they'll leave aliens and they'll leave eggs and they'll let the infestation go. And then they'll bring their, their youth to go through the, the trials and the proving grounds to see if they ascend. And that if they survive, then they become essentially men, right? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty violent. Um, but so th- this girl's like planet just gets fucking, this, this shit gets imposed upon her. And then the humans end up capturing one of the predators. And then she ends up like making a pact with this predator to like, here, I'll let you go. If you help me like, like us get a hold of this problem. And like the, the whole story is really cool. And they like sort of did that. They like took the story and fucked it up for the first movie. They added a romance section yeah, at the end where the predator fell in love with the woman. And I'm like, what the fuck so am that, I watching? That sort of, it doesn't happen. Like it's not a love story, but it's, it's a, like a mad romance, you know, like a mutual respect yeah. of warriorship. And in the second novel, she ends up fucking off and going back with the predator to the to the predator planet. Okay. And like, so it's, it's really cool. Kids, <laughs> they don't fuck, man. I don't think How that do would work know, out bro? very well. I, I mean, I only read the three books, but maybe they fucked eventually. But yeah, the, even the new Predator movie was apparently pretty fucking shit. The newest one was absolute dog shit. Because apparently, I, I, what people like the biggest complaint I always saw was it was like, if you watch the original Predator, you would remember that Predator was not invincible. That no. guy got shot. That guy if, felt pain. If it and bleeds, one, we like, can kill it. <laughs> exactly. Like it That's was like the... he had to. He had to run. He just had the advantage because he was invisible and shit. But he could get hurt. He could get. He gets fucked up in the movie. Oh yeah. Whereas in the new one, I haven't even seen all the new one. I've seen clips of it. This guy's fucking like doing backflips as he's getting like rocket rocket shot at him, and he's like feeling like nothing. It's, I'm like, what the it's fuck? garbage. It's just a garbage movie. I'm really. I was really disappointed in that. That fucking... apparently it also felt like as if, as if the whole time. The biggest complaint I heard was like the whole time they couldn't figure out if they wanted to make it a serious movie or a parody of itself. Yep. Yeah, because that was they, what it felt uh, like the the worst part about it was the fact that they were like, you know, you know how like, there's like a very famous line from the first Predator movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger says, "Get, was, to, like, the get to the chopper." So in yeah. the new movie, the fucking main character of the new Predator movie, he like points over when they're trying to escape, and there's a bunch of like Harley Davidsons, and he was like, "Get to the choppers," and like, God, that's horrible. It, it was like one of those like. Oh my god! I want to fucking jab that pencil into my eye, and like there was a lot of different weird things that they did, trying to call back to the other movies where it was like, dude, you're you're literally making it so obvious that you can't stand on your own two legs and that you're trying to like leverage these older movies. I I will say like the second, the first and second movies are great in the Predator franchise. Those are those are just just leave it at that. the The first one, the second one, and then. Is the second the, one when they go to New York, or was that the third one? The second one is when they... I think it's Los Angeles. Is it Los Angeles? Uh, oh, I'm yeah. thinking of, I think I'm thinking of fucking Jason Goes to New York. No, yeah, it's Friday definitely Los Angeles. And I don't know, that movie was cool. It was It was like yeah. the Predator thing that you saw in the jungle. You got to see what that beast was like fighting and hunting humans in the concrete jungle. Yeah, And exactly. that was cool, and I think they did it really well. Because, again, the Predator wasn't invincible. It was like... And another was, thing, apparently, like with the the biggest gripe with the newest one I've heard was that it was like, I I will say the original Predator. Well, it's not like a horror movie. It's it's pretty suspenseful and like spooky. Yeah. Like it, and especially the last like, like the, scene, man. Like, oh yeah, when, when Arnie gets all mudded up and fucking like goes mano a mano with that Predator. That's like legendary film. But then, like all the Predator movies just went down. There was like the one where they were on yeah. like the alien planet and shit. And, yeah, like, with Adrian Brody. Yeah. Now I just I, know I, that like that one is not great, but it it isn't as bad as some of the other sequel offerings and shit from stuff like this. I will say though with aliens though, 
I feel like Aliens 1 to 4 were pretty good movies, even yeah. like the, by the fourth installment. Like, I'm like, this is enjoyable. You know, it's not as good as the originals. Yeah, but... Alien Resurrection w- like went a little bit weird with the uh, the newborn alien concept. Um, yeah. Like the one that yeah. was made from, from Ripley being cloned and shit. But otherwise, like, the movies, it actually, like, fits really comfortably in its era. Like, I felt like it was... Mm-hmm. Like an early two thousands movie or something that was neo futuristic, like sci fi, yeah, like or like retro futuristic sci fi is the greatest shit ever. The, the characters were indelible, like the story was cool, the the graphics were great. Like Alien Resurrection was actually just like it was it was just fun. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then um, Alien versus Predator, they started. They were like, we could start making movies over this like big comic book and video game and uh, novel franchise, and the one, the biggest glaring issue that pissed me off about the first Alien versus Predator film was the fact that they they unleashed these three or four youth predators into this pyramid thing, which is like their their training grounds or their proving grounds. Which yeah, they, like this is the the it's very similar to the plot of the first novel, but they're doing it on Earth, and it the 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 thing was they they drop they drop off these three predators, and I'm not I'm I'm not even kidding in like. Less than three and a half minutes of screen time, most of the predators are dead. I remember that. Yeah, they, and I they was like, died. So I'm like, it was so underwhelming. What? Yeah, like you just axed. Like these are some of the fiercest hunters. I know that they're youth, but like they're kitted to the fucking nines, and they, like, they just got they all got killed like immediately except for the one. And I was like, that you're not really I'll showing much respect to too, these things. Is like I think alien like the xenomorphs don't work well in a modern setting. I feel like it's just something about aliens and the Aztec thingy because it's been so long since I've seen the movie. It's been years and years. But it was like aliens and the Aztec, it just it didn't feel like it worked as well as like aliens in a spaceship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, Well, not only that, but like the, the person, the guy who designed the art and the design of the, the xenomorph in general, H.R. Giger, and like he designed the inside of that ship and the, like in the first alien movie, the Ridley Scott like 1979 alien yeah. When when they go to the LV426 and they find that that craft, that weird U-shaped ship, they go into this inside the ship like the entire inside of the ship is all like hived and cocooned by the aliens, right? And like the 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 aesthetic of everything is like it matches the alien. Mm-hmm. And it oh, that movie is like stunning. The art direction and like H.R. Giger was a fucking that's genius. Something cool too is the alien. I didn't realize the alien is like he's a contortionist. It's not like a doll or anything. Like it's this skinny black African guy who <laughs> was. Um, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? What, what are you talking about? Oh, you mean the guy that was playing? Yeah, that? the guy who played the. I thought alien. you were talking about the fictional xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was like, is this a bit? <laughs> no, no, I'm like, genuinely no. trying to talk about the fucking... Talking about the, the actor. Yeah, the actual contortionist who played the alien. <laughs> okay. I just, I was going to say I thought it was cool, but apparently Gene's going to turn everything into <laughs> fucking... I, after I, I, I clued into what you were saying there, but you were like, the alien, he was like this skinny black guy. <laughs> was also a skinny black guy the alien you know but fuck, no they're they're i think like just the the aesthetic of the original like i said there's nothing cooler than like that retro futuristic especially the japanese retro futuristic because i remember playing like the alien game like the alien isolation oh alien isolation is a masterpiece 
because it's been such a long time since I've seen the the movies or anything. But from my understanding, the company was supposed to be a Japanese company, wasn't it? Uh, Weyland Yutani. Um, Yeah, it's not actually a Japanese company. Well, I guess like uh, Weyland. There was a lot of writing. There was a lot. There was a lot of um, here um, kanji and everything. At least in Alien Isolation, at least there was. There was a lot of kanji and everything written. Yeah, because it was. Wayland is the is the the one guy. He's the guy that like um, created like the terraforming stuff yeah. that terraforms the planets. And then Yutani, I think, is his wife. Um, don't ask me how I know this. I used to have like all of the the aliens, colonial marines, like technical manuals and stuff. And I spent all of my money as a kid, all of my money on Alien versus Predator cards. And I had all the action figures and all the comic books. But yeah, like books. I think I think like that that whole just retro sci-fi is some of the coolest shit because even if it ages horribly, it still doesn't feel like it aged bad. Like watching Neon Genesis, I'm like, you know what? It's not it's neo futuristic. It's, it's retro futuristic, and like yeah. it it doesn't feel correct, but it feels like it fits so good. Or watching Akira for the first time, yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is not at all what 2019 was like. But you know what? God damn, it looks amazing. Yeah, that's the funny thing is a lot of these things, like, for instance, I believe, um, well, I guess the most glaring one is 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh, right? yeah. Like, that movie was made in, I think, 1969. Yeah, 69 or 68. They thought that, I think the book was in 68 and the film was in 69 or something. Yeah, something but, like, like the uh, they thought that in 2001 that we would be, like, a... It, you know, all over the solar system, living on the moon and fucking like the technology. I don't know if it just like petered out. It definitely hasn't. Like if you if you think about the pace of technology and, and how it's been going in the it blew up. Yeah, it went but fast. We're, we're definitely not living on Jupiter. No, we're definitely not. And I think that's like kind of like what I mean when I talk about like I think like like a lot of like retro retro futuristic anime does really well is just because it's like it's not unbelievably like aged forward like no we don't have giant fucking Gundam suits that we pilot in but we do have like I don't know like I I think it's it's the same issue I have with like um fucking Back to the Future like it's it does that whole it's in 2015 it's in the future but it doesn't age well because of how like yeah. almost unrealistic <laughs> it is yeah it's yeah i wonder if there's any films that got it wrong in the opposite direction what do you mean by that thought we'd be less technologically advanced than we truly are i guess actually there's lots like if you think of star trek and stuff or or like oh i'll say this i guess like the first alien film they've got spaceships and and mining operations all over the fucking galaxy and and we're still like using analog space travel. fucking yeah. computers. And the computer screens were still like the fucking Oregon Trail shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess that, I mean, that's the best they had at the time, but they weren't really yeah, like. like it aged poorly in that sense. Like we don't have technology, but yet it feels like it, it, it's like I said, it's, I think retro futurism done really well looks mm-hmm. amazing. And you know, Indeed. I think just futuristic shit in general. Like I, cyberpunk might've been a shit game. But you know what? God damn, that was one aesthetic fucking game. When There's still a lot of people worked. that speak highly of it as a Apparently, game. if you played as a linear story experience, it was a great game. But it was not a good open world experience. The fact that, like, General Sam said, like, everyone does it in an open world game where, like, you go, like, sit on your big fucking tower and then you shoot it as the cops come up to you. But he's like, that's cool. But except for when Cyberpunk, when a cop teleports behind you five feet 
when there's no other way to get up in, like, in front of you, you know? Yeah. Like, it just, as an open world game, it was shit. <clears throat> yeah. It just, it, as, a, as a linear story, apparently it was great. But, you know, can I don't we know go back it was on to, sale. Can we go back to, like, when Cyberhunk, Cyberpunk, Cyberhunk? <laughs> when <laughs> That's Cyber... me. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Metal Von Cyberhunk. <laughs> uh, can, like, I want to go back to, like, three months before the game was out. Everybody was so fucking stoked. Dude, everyone thought the game... No, it, Moist Critical did it be- said it best. Like, you know, people are going into this and thinking, like, oh, my God, Cyberpunk's going to drop... We found the cure to fucking AIDS. Cancer's <laughs> no more, boys. Your your cock's gonna grow. Like it's not. It's gonna be a pretty good game, maybe, but it's yeah. not gonna be this amazing fucking like you're gonna just play it and then just come all over your ceiling. Like temper your expectations. As with everything, exactly. it's a good lesson in life. I mean, is that exactly? Life is full of disappointment. Battlefield <laughs> 2042 or whatever. I'm going right. in with zero expectations because I can't be disappointed if I have zero expectations. I think I really want to try playing that though. I'm gonna um, play the beta. I, my dad and I used to play Battlefield 1942 like crazy back when in our, in, in our computer room. Cause like I was living with my parents at the time and in our computer room, we had two PCs next to each other, just like kind of the setup I've got here right now. But yeah. like that would be like when my dad and I, when we were done dinner, we would go up and we would play Counter-Strike. We would play Battlefield Look 1942. Off, Mom, me and dad are grinding exactly. on CSGO. Dude, my dad and I would be sitting next to each other and like just like, you know, fuck off, Mom. Like, Rrr. And we'd play for hours and hours and hours, and it was so much fun. And well, I'm Battlefield crazy. 2042. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I'm that you had a loving relationship with your father. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, you're yeah, saying no, my about dad's 2042. Uh, 2042 looks like it plays like 1942 does, like you the think so? the big maps with like the control I just, points. I just and like, realized that the, that the titles are literally like it's a hundred years apart. It is. I just yeah. noticed that. That it was is, intentional. That's cool. It, it looks like it's the modern version of the play you know, style. I also noticed too is they it's always 42 because there was 2142 as well, the most forgotten <laughs> Battlefield game that everyone forgets about. Yes, indeed. Except like, it got referenced in Battlefield 4, or, yeah, I think Battlefield 4 made a reference to it. One of the maps you could play as was, had, like, the giant mech suit in the hangar or whatever. Like, the giant, uh... Oh. That was the only thing I know about 4, which is why everyone was like, bro, we're gonna get a futuristic Battlefield? Fu- futuristic Battlefield? But I, I like it, though, because it's, it's set in 2042, but from my understanding, it's all, like, the prototype military technology we have is just in full use. Right. Like the robot yeah, dogs it's and very shit. realistic stuff that we that we know we can see today for the most part. Um the like Did you ever play 1942 at all? No, god no. Yeah, cuz no. it was I was I don't know. That's It's it's probably old. 15 years old at least. No, that's pro- oh god, that's probably 20 yes. years old as well. Yeah, probably. Oh my god. He's that googling game was it. so much fun, man. Chatty's googling it. I might google it. I got to I got to know. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. So me, me and Leo are kind of like, uh, like both kind of agreeing. I'm, I'm a bit more hope, hopesy than he is. But yeah. we both. Oh my God, you're so bright right now, Jesus yeah, Christ! Oh my God, my screen. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's 2002, but, so that's 19 fucking years. 19 fucking years, dude. It's older than me. How does that? Yeah. That makes. Jesus Christ! I'm, I'm turning 18 <laughs> in a week, and it's older than me, bro. God damn. Yep. But um yeah no like we're kind of going in we're gonna play the beta because I think the beta is what's gonna maybe sell me on it like like with um Modern Warfare I'm like oh it's just gonna be another Call of Duty it's just gonna be another rehashing reboot we played the the beta and we're like holy fucking shit this is one of the best COD experiences we had in a long time and it was a For great Warzone? game 
No, 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 no. Um, Modern Warfare, the remake. Oh, okay, okay. No. And then and then we played the Cold War beta, and we're like, holy fucking shit, this is so god-awful and trash. And the game ended up being god-awful and trash. So Wait, we're modern, thinking, modern Warfare, the remake, is the one that Warzone is based off, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, we played it, that. It's fucking bomb. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, because the beta was amazing. So we've come to the conclusion, if the beta sucks, then the game sucks. So we're going to play 1942, and if the 1942 beta is good, then maybe it'll be a good game. 2042? Did I say something wrong? <laughs> you said 1942. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> Did I say something wrong, Gene? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, dude, I need to get like a toy gun for my desk for whenever I have to threaten you on the podcast. Yeah, I got five in arm's reach right now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, dual wielding that shit. But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it, but I'm also like Battlefield 5, man, was like rough when that came out. Like it was yeah. like well, So here's my question. Is everybody's raving about Battlefield 4 right now? Like there's two games after that or something? Because I guess Battlefield 2042 has got people so excited that the Battlefield 4 servers broke. Because there was just yeah, outpouring people, of people. people are playing because Battle, uh, Battlefield 4 was like the last good modern battle. Because Battlefield Hardline was fucking shit. That's, that sucks. Like having a, a title like that, like an A. I guess it's like a but, tier one But title, everyone right? also forgets too is that when Battlefield 4 also launched, its launch was a shit show. Like that's the issue yeah. is that it seems like EA doesn't know how to launch a game properly. And I, I think genuinely if, if Battlefield 2042 can have a solid launch, then it'll be the saving grace. But if it fucks up, if it fucks up on launch, I will see that as the end of Battlefield. Dude, I kind of have like this weird itch, like this nostalgic itch to see if, like, do you want to boot up 1942? You want to try it? I'll give 1942 a try. The, is this on the, Steam or some shit? Isn't I don't it? know. I'm going to have to look it up. But I'll, uh, the best part about Battlefield 1942 was it was like one of the first games that had like massive maps, like Warzone style massive maps. And you had an airfield at each base and you could jump in one of the planes, but they weren't jets. They were like Japanese Zeros and like German Stukas, you know, like they were prop yeah. planes and they, they they flew at a speed that was reasonable that you could actually like, you know, dirtle around in the air and shoot at things and like the, i think the next iteration of battlefield like introduced like f-15s and like fighter jets and they were so fast that they just were impossible to control i don't know uh 1942 is not on steam so i don't i'll have to is it impossible might, to play that game it might be it was on xbox oh. it's on like the xbox arcade no we well we played it on pc so i know but like digging. that's where i last saw it. we'll have to do some digging because it it's like but this oh. is the thought. This is the thought lab content I want. Us all as a group doing stupid shit like booting yeah. up old Battlefield games. Dude, my dad would shit if I told him. Like, dude, my dad okay, would shit. When, yeah, when, no, when, I'm gonna call my dad and I'm gonna be like, dude, when you're done fucking eating dinner, get to your computer, download 1942. We're going to LL Main. Get some fucking German Stukas. We're gonna go capture the flag. Like we're gonna, back we're like we're gonna we used get to. the German. We'll hit up the German. <laughs> the German Leonard. Yeah, well, bro. I'll, 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 you'll be like, this is the 17-year-old that I'm friends with, Dad. Don't question <laughs> it. It's yeah. like you're just getting re- you're getting ready for when for when you, you know your kid when you when you raise it and shit. Yeah, like it's oh, I'm yeah. like what you can expect near the end. I am going to try and carry the carry the torch that my dad did. Where like he was, when I was little and my dad was like getting into PC gaming, that was like the birth of PC gaming. Like. The, when my dad got like a, a, a modern high-tech tower computer, we were playing games on literal fucking floppy disks, like fucking oh, five-inch yeah. floppy disks. 
and like the first game that I remember getting really into was Dune Two, like Dune, like uh, uh, not Doom, but like Dune. Yeah, I know, I know Dune. Yeah, yeah. So roughly. Dune Two was the first real time strategy game ever made. Like Command and Conquer and all that stuff, Starcraft. That all came after that. Dune Two was the first real time strategy game ever. And we actually we, that makes me think. What what was the name of? You would know it. I think it was. I don't think it might have been sold for the Xbox, maybe or if it was PC. But it was like an old mecha game from like the 90s or 2000s, but it was like stupidly fucking complicated to play that like that's what like you had to like get like a separate thing for it. And it was if I just Google stupidly complicated mecha game. Is it like Battletech MechWarrior? Oh, my. It might have been. Was it Battletech MechWarrior? I don't know. So Battletech started as a tabletop game like D&D and they made PC games and stuff. MechWarrior. MechWarrior 2 was the first online game I ever played. MechWarrior 3 was much better. Actually, they just released a, a new Battletech or like a MechWarrior game. Yeah, Is that the, familiar? Um, I'm, I'm looking, no, I'm looking for the complex mech, mech game. Yeah, Xbox. It, would, it would be MechWarrior or Battletech. Was it Steel Battalion? It might have been Steel Battalion. Oh, was that a different game? Uh, was or by was Capcom. That? I'm trying to find that. I got to look on Google Images because that'll show me like yeah. the... Yeah, okay, it was... They have, <laughs> like, trying their to own... see through your no. big yeah, cable without, there. without trying to fully expose my face is what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it was Steel Battalion, and you needed. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna like copy and paste this. I'm gonna throw this in there. Actually, no, you, you can't view it because it'll fucking fuck up the recording or whatever. But it will after after we'll have you look at it and like yeah, like the two joysticks or whatever. But from my saying like because it was so fucking complex, like no one bought it. But there, there's people who are still hardcore into it. But it just has such a stupidly small fucking fan base, dude. Well, Mechs are the coolest shit ever. Yeah, Change they my definitely mind. are. When I get drafted to war, I want to die in a fucking mech suit like a real man. Oh, dude, you, you have a very high percentage chance of, like, your mech suit falling over and you being, like, half crushed within it and then taking days to die. So that sounds Do you sweet. think so? <laughs> yeah. It's, you either blow up completely or you get a leg shot off and you, like, fall over and get crushed in the cockpit. And then you bleed out and die there. You know what? I don't, that's that's how I've always looked at it. <laughs> Go out as a man. Go out as a fucking man. You know what? At least I can <sighs> say I was in a cool role. But you know what? Because you know what? When I get drafted, they can be like, get in the robot, Hayden. And I'll be like, yes. Yeah. Evangelion reference. <laughs> my, my death is an Ava reference, bro. That's all I need. <laughs> that is pretty badass. That would be pretty badass. But, you know, we've <sighs> been going for a hot minute tonight. Yeah. You know what? Like. That was fun. We, should, we, we talked I about we should wrap it up. the Tarkov existential crisis. I yeah, I was pissed off last night, and then I was kind of entertained by it this morning, and then I was like, wow, humans are fucking stupid and weird. And no, <laughs> we only know four emotions. <laughs> yeah. Angry, happy, excited, horny, and sometimes all four at once. Like <laughs> me right now. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to download Tabletop Simulator. Is it a fucking... Is it, like oh, your screen was frozen on that frame for was me. Was it? <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, wow, you're really leaning into this mad dog. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Yeah, buy yourself tabletop sim so we can, like, get a... Because I know, like, Gabe and Leo and Shin all have it. If we did, like, five or six of us, that would make sense also, for some content. Hey, was it you yeah. who said you played Warhammer? Yeah, I played Warhammer. We were talking with Chin about that, right? I don't play Warhammer anymore. I played Warhammer. Okay, because... I have I all my models in my closet. Tabletop Simulator is like... I would rather I, circumcise I myself than play Warhammer again. Oh, okay. All right. 
No, okay, no, maybe. <laughs> I maybe was going to say, I was maybe, like, oh, yeah, I might be able to, con- I, I might be, be convinced. convinced to play. I could be convinced. Cool. Well, th- yeah, there's lots of things that I want to fuck around with with Tabletop Simulator. And so Magic is definitely one Anyone who's still watching this, be it on the YouTube or listening on Spotify or iTunes or whatever fucking streaming program, uh, expect to see us playing Tabletop Simulator in the future and other stuff. We're still working that out. We, we should have a proper sit down and figure out what we want to put on this channel. Um, well, I, I want to do content other than the podcast on this channel. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to dig into streaming again here soon, and we can uh, kind of help back and forth each other's stream content. And I think as long as we can growth, as long as we can grow Thought Lab, we will grow with it, you know? Because I actually had that happen. I got a new sub on the Thought Lab channel, and then instantly I got a new sub on my channel. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, you yeah, know that- what? Might work. That is cross-pollination, man. But anyway, though, everyone, thank you yeah, for stopping I in. I don't know why you're still here. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Get out. <laughs> Shoo. Shoo. Get the fuck out of here. See you, Space uh, Cowboy. Yeah, I mean, till the next time. Uh, no homo. Bye. <laughs>